welcome welcome this is made for more a monthly podcast um targeting women of god this is uh pastor maima moore who will be your moderator and your host welcome we as women of god we are made for more we have been called to live lives of significance and obedience God has a wonderful plan for our lives. In Jeremiah 29, he tells us that the plans that he has for us, they are plans of peace to give us a future and a hope. In Ephesians 3, 20, he says, He can do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask, think, or even imagine. God has so much for us. Our lives are supposed to be trophies of His grace. However, before we can enter into this worthy place as women of God, there are things that we have to let go of in order to enter into that place that God has for us. I'm going to be reading in um, Philippians 3 verses 10 to 14. And then we will take it from there. The Apostle Paul, in this uh, Philippians 3, he tells us about himself. He tells us that he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. Um, he was you know, blameless, following after the law. But then he met Jesus. And so the righteousness that he believed in, righteousness by the law, he came to realize that, it meant nothing, but it was a righteousness by faith. But then Paul goes on to say something powerful and beautiful in um, Philippians 3, starting from verse 10 to 14 that I will read. He's talking, he said that I may know him. In other words, he let go of uh, what he had believed in before righteousness by the law. He said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already, I'm already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So the Apostle Paul realized that God had a wonderful plan for his life. There's a high calling of God in Christ that belonged to him. But like I said before, like us, there were hindrances that could prevent him from pressing forward into this high call. He could live in the past. He could live in regret. The fact that he was uh, one of those instrumental in the death of Stephen. He could live in the fact that uh, he was a Pharisee of the Pharisee that uh, um, he persecuted Christians. But Paul did none of these. He said what? He said, I forget those things that are behind me. And I reach forth 
unto those things that are before. So as women of God, we are made for more. We are made to have lives of significance. And we are, live, we are made to be trophies of God's grace. However, if we will ever fulfill the destiny that God has for us, like the Apostle Paul, we have to let go. We have to let go of the things of the past so that we can grasp the beautiful future that God has prepared for us. You see, too many women, they are defined by their past. Some people wear their past as a trophy. They carry their pain. They just cannot let it go. We will never enter the good inheritance that God has for us if we continue to allow ourselves to be defined by our situations, our past lives, our hurts, our pain. We are made for more. We serve a God who gives beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Like Lazarus, we have to be loosed of grave cloths. When Lazarus came from the grave, the Bible says he was still tied up by grave cloths. And Jesus said to the people, loose him and let him go. So many women today are still bound by the grave cloths of past lives, past mistakes, past hurt, past pain. And I'm saying to us, we were made for more. But in order for us to reach and embrace that future of hope that God has for us, the first thing we have to do is to what? Let go. Be loosed from our past. We should not allow ourselves to be defined by our pain or our past. There's a woman of God in the Bible in the book of Ruth, her mother-in-law, Naomi. Naomi is a woman who left her country of Israel, and she went to the land of Moab with her husband and her two sons to find a better life because there was a famine. But unfortunately for her, that place was a place of tragedy instead of blessing. First of all, the family... They were in a disobedience to God, number one, for going to Moab to find refuge in a time of famine. Number two, the sons married to Moabite women, which was in direct disobedience to God. So in Moab, first her husband died, and then her two sons. If we know the story, we know that she finds herself coming back uh, um, to Israel to her village and she comes with her daughter-in-law Ruth but what is so interesting about this story is about is the fact that when Naomi arrives in uh, um, Bethlehem Judea the women see and say oh is this Naomi you know it's like wow Naomi is back from Moab but the point I'm trying to make is what did Naomi say she said, do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Mara, which means bitter. So Naomi 
is now defined by her situation, or let me say Naomi wants to be defined by her past, by her situation, by her hurt, by her pain. She has lost vision. She has love, lost hope. She has lost this beautiful future that God has for her. And she said, do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Call me bitter. Because as far as she was concerned, from that time forth, this is how she will be defined. But praise God because he's a good and merciful God. The story ends with Naomi not being called Mara. But these same women rejoicing with Naomi because God had changed her life. God had changed her story. Now her daughter-in-law got married to Boaz and they had a, a, a son who became the grandfather of King David. Just imagine if Naomi had been stuck in her past. If she had identified herself as bitter. So like Naomi, may we never allow ourselves to be um, identified by our past. To allow our pain to define us. I really believe it is a strategy of the devil. To get so many people, so many women to identify themselves, to be programmed to identify themselves with their problems. I've come to tell some woman today, let it go. Be loose from your past failures, your past mistakes. We say Apostle Paul, um, he, was, he persecuted the church and he was instrumental in the death of Stephen. But he let it go. That's why he said, well, I forget the past totally, completely, and I'm, well, I keep reaching to that wonderful future that God has for me. So, woman of God, let it go. Be loose from your past mistakes, your past failures, your hurts, your pain, what you never accomplished, what you lost. You see, like you, I am a woman who has experienced Several disappointments <laughs> and losses in life. But what I have learned is that God is faithful. He takes what the enemy meant to destroy you and use it to make you a trophy of grace. I remember uh, years ago when I went through a very terrible situation in my life and I was crying out to the Lord. He said to me, Give me your pain and I will turn it to purpose. Sisters, this is what Jesus wants to do. He wants us not to wallow in our pain. He wants us not to be buried, not to identify ourselves through pain. But he wants us to give him the pain. He wants us to give him the hurt. He wants us to give him the, the bad situation, the losses. And he, Jesus, he will take that pain and he will turn it to purpose. Recently, the Lord uh, ministered a powerful truth to me. I was reading um, in the book of Daniel the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And even though I've read this story many times before, it struck me so powerfully when the Bible says that after the fourth man came into the fire with them, 
and they came out king nebuchadnezzar and all of his um people began to look at them and they they were examining them and they said wow there was no fire that came on their head but what really leaped off the page to me was the fact they said that there was not even the smell of smoke. And what the Lord ministered to me was, that is what he wants to do in us. He wants to so work in our lives that when people see us, there's not even the smell of smoke. There's no smoke to say, oh, yes, even though you came out of this trial, you came out of this situation, you had this difficult past, but uh, we still look at you and we can tell that you came out of something. No, God wants to so work in you, my sister, that when people look at you, they cannot even tell that you went through trouble, that you went through trials, that you went through difficulties, that you suffer loss, that you have pain, that you have hurt, that you made mistakes. God wants you to come out without his hint of smoke not a smell of smoke we were made for more and if we as women of god will become all that god has called us to become we need to trust this jesus who will indeed give us beautiful ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that when people look at us all they can see is the glory of God. All they can see is the blessing of God. And what the Lord ministered to me, he was like, you see, I don't want you uh, um, going around finding your significance out of your pain. I don't want you holding your pain as a trophy. I don't want you using your pain as uh, that which will give you significance. I want you to let it go of that pain, let go of that circumstance, let go of that past, that when you look in the past as the Apostle Paul did, who you were in the past, what you experienced in the past, your trials and your tribulations, you will even pinch yourself and say, wow, see what the Lord has done. Because there's just so much more that God has for us, people of God. You see, it's like um, it's like uh, the the diamond, the diamond in the rough, or let's say the 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 gold when it is taken out of the the uh, earth. It is so dirty. It is covered. It is hard. But then it goes through a process of transformation. And when you look at that goal, who looks at the goal and begin to think about, oh, the earth that the goal came out or the hard shell or the diamond? No. When you look at the gold, when you look at the diamond, all you will do is what? Is rejoice in the fact that this is such a beautiful treasure. Oh, see how it is so wonderful. See how it sparkles. That is what God wants to do in our lives. Okay, so that's the first hindrance. And like the Apostle Paul said, I let it go. But there's something else that we need to let go of. There's another hindrance that we need to let go of. That second one is fear. So many women are bound by the fear. Fear of failure. Low self-esteem. 
These are all things that are giants. They are Goliaths that are haunting us, that keep us paralyzed. And we cannot move forward into that beautiful future that God has for us. But I come to tell somebody today that God said in 2 Timothy 1.7, He has not given you the spirit of fear, but He's given you the spirit of power and of love and a, a, a sound mind. A lot of times when God appears to His people to get them to do something, when you read the Bible, he starts by telling them what? Fear not. This was God's word to, to Gideon. It was his word to Joshua. Fear not. And so, why, why would God tell us not to fear? Because God knows that fear is a major hindrance. It's a stronghold even. Many people are bound by fear that God may be calling them to step out and do something but fear has paralyzed them. And fear can manifest itself in different ways. Some people have oh, oh, low self-esteem. What is low self-esteem? Low self-esteem is fear. You are fearful. Okay, this is who I am. You know, I, I could never, oh, poor me, I could never do this. I could never be this. And so uh, um, this fear uh, um, causes us to even compare ourselves to other people. We say, oh, these are the ones who can do that. I could never do it. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm sitting here um, doing this uh, uh, podcast, and I'm facing a wall, and I see on this wall, weekly agenda, topic of the month, overcome fear. <laughs> it's like God, <laughs> God is confirming that indeed he is sounding it loud. Keep the volume up overcome fear fear is fear has torment so we are made for more and we should not allow fear to to keep us um paralyzed so that we will not accomplish what god wants us to do um like i said this uh it's a monthly podcast intended to help women to become all that God has called us uh, to become. And so we said um, this uh, first edition, we are looking at the things, those uh, foxes, little foxes, that will hinder us from pursuing uh, um, the future that God has for us. So we talk about our past, our past hurts, past situations, losses, things, and major things that the enemy has used. But we said, let it go. Loose yourself, throw it off. God wants you to come out without even the smell of smoke. Woman of God, do not find your identity in your past. Do not find your identity in your hurt. Do not find your identity in your loss. The second thing we say, what? Get rid of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. We say, Every time God comes to a person in the Bible to, 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 to get them to do something for him, he starts what? Fear not. Now, fear, many times the reason we fear is because we are looking at ourselves. We are looking at our own abilities, our own power. The God who has called us to work in us gives us the power. 
the Bible says it is him who works in us both to will and to do. So, you know, I was a person, if the Lord came and asked me to do something, I would look at myself and I said, oh, I could never do that. And I felt because looking at myself and my own abilities that I couldn't do it, I, I felt that that was enough. Surely God knows that I cannot do it. And I was, um, you know, I, I felt comfortable not to do what God wanted me to do until the day that the Spirit of God rebuked me harshly and said, listen to me. If I am telling you to do something, that means my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So your lack of ability to do it is no excuse. And I was like, oh, you know, that is so true. So I really have no excuse because whatever God wants me to do, he gives me the power. He gives me the grace. In fact, it is in my union with Jesus that I'm able to do what God has called me to do. So um, as we come to an end of this first edition, I just want to encourage us with this thought. So yes, we should let go of our past. We should let go of our fears. We should let go of our losses. We should not identify ourselves uh, um, according to what happened to us like Naomi. But how can we begin to overcome these things? The way we will overcome seeing ourselves in our past, in our hurts, in our disappointments, the way we will overcome fear is to see ourselves the way God sees us. Is to see us in Jesus. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, in, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he is what? A new creation. There it is again. All things are what? They are passed away and behold what? All things have become new. Start to see yourself the way God sees you. Start to see yourself in Jesus. You know, we can come to a point where we see ourselves so much in Christ and who we, he has made us that somebody wants to remind us about something in our past that we don't even, we can come to a point that, oh no, really? I don't know that person. That's a stranger to me. So we need to begin to rehearse ourselves. We need to begin to find our identity in Christ. Now, going back to the Apostle Paul, the things that, uh, that Paul did, they were not all bad. Paul was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. He was a, a student of the law. Okay. He said the righteousness, he made a bold statement in his uh, on Philippians 3. He says he was blameless when it came to righteousness by the law. He was blameless. So what am I saying? I'm saying that even the good things that you may have accomplished outside of Christ, anything that Christ in you cannot take credit for, the Apostle Paul said he considered all those things to be done. Cast it away. Now, going forward, we are made for more. Meaning, our identity 
as women of God is found only in Jesus Christ. We are who God says we are. We can do what God says we can do. Okay? We are children of God, new creations. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ. We have been adopted into the family of God as sons and daughters of God. So that is what going forward this podcast, we will now turn away from those things of our past, those hindrances, those limitations, and going forward, we will begin to examine who are we in Christ? Because Jesus and his life in you, my sister, that is your true identity. That is who you really are. When we look in the mirror of the word of God, we see ourselves in Jesus. That really is the more that we were made for. So I hope you have been blessed um, by this uh, little encouragement. And i see you next month. God bless you. This is Pastor Maima Moore on Made for More. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.